This week's podcast, I've got the big man in, the man who wrote Stress Teflon, Luke Mathers. How are you? I'm aroused. Has that got something <laughs> to do with that terrible mo you're growing? It is amazing, isn't it? I don't know. Are you going to call that Carlos? Or it's that some is Carlos. Of, yeah, wow. That is Carlos. Well, we're going to talk about something uh, people might care about, and that is the art of perfect procrastination. Love it. I'm the king of it. Let's rip in. <laughs> Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hydroxyburn Shred Ultra, nootropic thermogenic. Shred Ultra is scientifically engineered to shred body fat, ignite metabolism, and boost all-day energy while enhancing cognitive performance, focus, clarity, and mood. It combines powerful fat-burning thermogenics, Garcinia, green coffee bean, guarana, caffeine, and an industry-leading four grams of acetyl L-carnitine with potent nootropic ingredients at effective therapeutic doses to give you maximum results. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy. And today we're going to throw at the end of that, the art of perfect procrastination. I'm going to be honest, Luke, it's good to see you again, mate. You too. And uh, thanks for coming on board. And you've been working a lot with the team here at Body Science recently. That's been fun. Yeah, it's always fun coming in here. And you gave yeah. yourself a title, like an official title. What'd you call yourself? <laughs> the vision and performance coach. Wow. I like it. That sounds yeah. good. I, I, I've been giving people good vision for years and now been able to do it in a way that actually benefits them. Oh, the vision part with you has a different meaning, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Nice. For those that don't know, Luke started the first ever Specsavers store in Australia back in whoop whoop. No, oh, that, was, that wasn't the first one, but I was in the team that got Specsavers coming to Australia. Oh, when I say you, you're part of the team that started the first yeah. 100 Specsavers stores. Yep, that's right. Yeah, talk about talking yourself up. Yeah, no, we go all right. You go all right. You spend your time talking about stress these days. Mm -hmm. So the art of perfect procrastination, what does that even mean? Well, procrastination gets a bum. It's a bit like stress. It gets a bum rap. But I think once you understand how procrastination works, it actually links back to stress in a lot of ways. So why do we procrastinate? Most of the time it's to avoid an emotion. All right. Okay. And usually if something's hard, if something's really, really difficult to do, if we're scared, if we don't quite know how to do something, that fear of failure, all of those gives us negative emotions. And what humans are designed to do is walk away from negative emotions and go towards the things that feel good. So by having a difficult task that you just say, oh, I'm not going to do that and I'm going to put it off and procrastinate, all of a sudden you've just regulated your emotions. So all of that fear and stuff's gone away. Are you talking more on the lines of, for us very simple people out there, because that was a lovely explanation. But I thought you'd like it. Are you talking my instant needs versus my future needs? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah a little bit. That you're As humans, we've grown up in an instant needs environment. Yeah, you know I mean, cavemen didn't walk around the Serengeti thinking, I've really got to save for my retirement. I want to get a whole bunch of furs, so I'm going to be okay when I'm, when I'm older. They didn't do that. I bet they would have dug Uber Eats, though. <laughs> they would have really dug, yeah, Uber mm. Eats, and that would have been great. But, you know, we ha we've had, you know, however many thousands of years that humans have been around, and it's only really been in the last few hundred that we've actually turned into a, a future needs sort of species. In the past, we just looked after what we needed to look after for now. So only the last couple of hundred? Yeah, last few hundred, yeah. A few hundred? Yeah, you know, but before that, before that, it was, you know, when you're talking about things like being in the jungle and stuff like that, you're just, your whole days revolved around finding something to eat and trying not to get eaten and maybe propagate the species. So it didn't really have a whole lot else that you had to had to worry about. And now we worry about a lot of things in the future, which is all that sort of new brain what if stuff that happens to, to humans now. See, I've often heard you talk about uh, three human motivators. Yeah, that, that's where this comes in. We're, yep. The biggest one far and away is to avoid pain. Yep. All right, we want to go away from things that, that feel bad. 
Yep. All right. We want to go towards the things that feel good. All right. You think of something like sex. Imagine if an orgasm, you know. Have you ever done one of these where you haven't mentioned <laughs> sex? No, but you have to think about it. Sex is If sex felt bad, we wouldn't do it. And we wouldn't have propagated the species and humans would have died out years ago. So if sex feels good, that's why we that's why we like to do it. And we, it's, a, it's a big driver to why humans do certain things. And the other one is that we want to conserve energy. Now, the human brain is 2% of our body's weight yeah. and it uses 20% of our body's energy. So from that environment where food was sparse, we had to make our, our brains efficient. We did that by creating habits and stuff like that. And so that, that stuff's really important as well. So there are three sort of primary drivers to move away from the bad to move towards the good and to find habits in the past of least, resi- least resistance to conserve energy and why is that important to us though well it's important to know it because it, it gives you that self-awareness and, and a big part of stress teflon is understanding why we do the things we do and being mm-hmm. aware of that but when you understand that you know i'm why I'm procrastinating, it takes away a little bit of that guilt. You know what I mean? If you, if you can understand why you're doing it, then you can sort of say, okay, well, I understand that I'm avoiding failure, failure or failure, or I don't quite know how to do that. And it gives you that self-awareness to actually work out a different way to do things. Okay. So, mate, let's uh, let's break this down a little bit. So, obviously, procrastination is about, and you've got some notes here about mood regulation, avoiding negative emotions, feeling nervous, incompetent, scared, vulnerable, brings up negative emotions. Let's let's dig deep into this. Why, why are we avoiding? Avoiding pain. Why are we avoiding like pain? Like some people just love to go out and run 100K. Yeah, some some people want to get in the ring and fight. Some people yep. just want to go out and fight. Yeah. You know, and some and some people want to get piercings in places that will hurt, want to get mm-hmm. tattoos and all that. But why do we, when we're looking at procrastination, why do we avoid pain? When obviously as a society, we have a fair bit of it in our lives naturally. Why mm-hmm. do we procrastinate that to avoid pain? Well, it's it's a really good question because one of the things about it is that yeah, pain's there to determine to you from doing something but they've actually done the studies on this and there's eight percent of people have what they call a growth mindset and a growth mindset is someone that gets a dopamine response so that feel-good dopamine which we all love and we all you know get dopamine everywhere in our lives they get a dopamine response from doing something that's hard okay. have you ever seen those sort of you know people who are you know fighters or stuff like that or they're people in the gym and they've just like lifted trucks and then they put it down and they just go like yeah that was great <laughs> that, those sorts of people, they're actually getting a dopamine response from doing something that's really, really difficult. But that's only 8% of the population get that naturally, right? The rest of us, when it gets to that point where it starts to hurt, we sort of say, no, I'm tapping out. I don't want to be here anymore. Okay. And that, and that's when you look at stress, that's what stress is for. Stress is there to motivate us to start and it's there to preserve us and get us to stop before we hurt ourselves. Yeah, you know, that concept of the mental limits closer than the physical limit? Yes. We've all heard that before. Yep. Imagine if it wasn't like that okay all right imagine if the if the physical limit happened first and you're running through the jungle and all of a sudden your legs cramp up and you can't breathe anymore and you lie down and you pass out now you're a smorgasbord for whatever animals walking around so the mental limit's got to come first it's it has to okay all right evolutionary wise it has to and because of that our, our stress is there to actually make us stop when the pain gets too much or when it gets too hard we're designed to quit okay okay i'm just processing that right now think about something like you're in the gym and you're, and you're bench pressing yeah yeah. Right, you're going to give up just a little bit before your physical limit because otherwise you're going to drop the bar on your head and kill yourself. That's why you got a spotter. That's why you got a spotter. Yeah, exactly. But the mental limit is is always going to be slightly closer than the physical limit. Okay. All right. But people with that growth mindset, they're actually getting a feel good dopamine response from the really hard things. If you look at someone like David Goggins, who's an ex Navy SEAL and does ultra marathons and stuff. He just he just fires up about that. He just loves it when it gets hard. <laughs> and just those people that I don't get them because I'm a pussy, but. 
right? Those people that just fire up when things get get hard. It's they're such a rare thing. But eight percent of the people have it naturally. But you can actually build that into it and actually get comfortable with discomfort, which we've talked a yep. lot about on these podcasts. That to get comfortable with discomfort can actually stop some of that procrastination as well. Okay, so getting back to the three human motivators again, you've you've said find pleasure or seek joy as your second version. Yeah. What what has that got to do with procrastination? Well, if you are feeling discomfort and you're feeling like you're nervous and you're feeling like, oh, this, I don't know how to do this. I hate it. Get me out of here. The moment you decide I'm not going to do that anymore, you feel good. All of, all of that bad stuff's gone away. So when the bad stuff's gone away, you feel good. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I and mean, if you're cold and you wrap a blanket around you, you feel good. You're not cold anymore. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hydroxyburn Shred Ultra, nootropic thermogenic. Shred Ultra is scientifically engineered to shred body fat, ignite metabolism and boost all day energy while enhancing cognitive performance, focus, clarity and mood. It combines powerful fat-burning thermogenics, Garcinia, green coffee bean, guarana, caffeine and an industry-leading 4 grams of acetyl L-carnitine with potent nootropic ingredients at effective therapeutic doses to give you maximum results. Okay, well, your third one, getting back to the three human motivators, avoid pain, find pleasure and conserve energy. Mm -hmm. What has conserve energy seriously got to do with procrastination? Oh, it's massive. It's yeah. it's all about habits. Really? Every, everything with conserve energy. <laughs> You're just doubting me completely. I'm just totally it's, down. You're thinking, isn't everyone taking a pre-workout or a shred these days? Well, you should. Yeah. But <laughs> you definitely should. But that, Stop procrastination. Stop, well, pre-workout's actually the best procrastination stopper in the whole world. It yeah. takes three three seconds of, yes, I'm definitely going to take this pre-workout. And about 10 minutes later, your body's all Game tingling on, and yeah. you feel it all twitchy and you just got to go whether you want to or not. So yeah. um, pre-workout is probably actually the best. Uh, is it beta alanine that does that? Beta alanine give you those tingles. Those but, tingles. Uh, I am very aware that you're a shred pre-trainer though. I am a shred. I'm, I know. You know I love my shred. Love shred naps are still the best things in the whole entire, best procrastination. And when we talk about perfect procrastination, right, part of that, and I've been doing a little bit of work with schools, sort of taking that stress Teflon upstream and teaching the kids how to deal with stress better. And one of the things we talked about with perfect procrastination is to say, I'm going to procrastinate and I'm going to do it deliberately. I'm going to I'm going to spend the next half an hour doing something that empties my stress bucket so that when I have to get back into the schoolwork and go really hard, I've got some room. I've got some room before I quit again. You know, it's funny you talk about that because um, you said to me the other day, your go-to at the moment when you're procrastinating is to go and train. Yeah. I just want to put out there, I've been training by myself a lot recently. <laughs> Because you seem to do all your procrastination between nine and five, and I'm quite busy at work during those days. Yeah, it, it's actually it's it's a real thing that yeah. I I get to a point where I I'll, can tell. I was walking with Brian this morning. I, I walked. You were meant to come on to, just quietly, but and, and we were talking about uh, procrastination, and I actually said to him, "I think Luke's procrastinating a fair bit at the moment." And he goes, "Why is that?" Because we've got this little triangle. Don't talk about your mates type stuff, and they're not there. Kind of thing. Yep. I unloaded on you this morning, just so you know. And I go. <laughs> I reckon he's procrastinating so much at home at the moment at work. And he goes, why is that? I said, because he told me about three weeks ago that whenever he feels he's procrastinating, he's going to train. I said, how much has he been training with us recently? He went, go, he hasn't been to many sessions, has he? And yeah. I know you do a lot of charity work and that we can, I don't want you to, you, you can put a percentage of it off to that. And That's all right. You, you, you're hitting the ball well in golf. And so I know you're doing a bit more golf than normal, but you are procrastinating at work. I can tell straight away. That yeah, I am. At work. I really am. 
Sam. You're in that coming into Christmas time when everyone goes, should I put the pedal to the metal? Should I plan next year? Should I just back off and cruise? I've got a bit of COVID, you know, a little bit COVID tired. I just might roll into summer and enjoy Christmas. Yeah. But I, yeah, I pulled out that Luke's procrastinating. Oh, I massively yeah. am. And I'm, I, I have a heap of, I have a new book that's probably <laughs> the outline's all done and a few of the chapters are done, but I'm I'm really terrible at structure. And Come and sit in here for a couple of weeks. We'll get you going. Yeah, get, get me some structure. I'm really terrible. And one of the things that happens when, when you're doing that is you're going to want to go away from the thing that feels uncomfortable. Yeah. But I also, one of the things about procrastination as well is it doesn't necessarily mean you're lazy. That's a it's a real big distinction we've got to make because you procrastinate doesn't mean you're lazy. I, you know, people who procrastinate often have really clean houses and they're, you Absolutely. know, everything, it's a everything focus else. Adjustment. Yeah, they're just focusing on something else. I never wash more dishes or vacuum more than when I was at uni studying. Hasn't happened a lot since graduating, but geez, I, I was all over it because I, I hated studying. Yeah. Just, I, nobody loves it. Everyone's going, yeah, what an idiot. Right. I, but I was a true procrastinate until the night before, even probably go out and have a couple of beers with someone I could find and then maybe start late that night for the next day. Yeah, okay. That was that was me. I was terrible. But that's one of those things about stress. You know, the thing about stress makes you start and stress makes you quit. Once that deadline comes up, you know, you have to go. You don't have a choice. You've got to do an all-nighter or whatever you've got to do. It's I really knew I had bad, to turn up. It's a really bad strategy. Yeah. But um, there's a guy called Tim Urban does a, does a really great TED Talk called Inside the Mind of the Master Procrastinator. And it's a hilarious TED Talk. It's really good. So one of the things he, he talks about is the panic monster and that at some stage the panic monster is going to come in and it's just like you've just got to go whether you want to or not. And one of the things- Game he, on. Yeah, game on. You just have to. And that's where the stress gets so high that I've got to start. And that's really cool. I really I really love that idea. But the point he have makes- you suffered that, from that this week? What's that? <laughs> I've got to start. <laughs> I've started lots this week. I've, I've actually had a good week. It's all right. But one of the things he, he talks about is he says that we're all procrastinators, okay. that there's something in all of our lives that doesn't have a deadline. And when it doesn't have a deadline, the panic monster doesn't show up. And so you can actually put that shit off forever. Okay. You can actually put it off for as long as you like. So there's one of the things about perfect procrastination is you've got to invent those deadlines. You've got to invent those, I'm going to do this by this day. But one of the things that, that happened with that is if you've got something that doesn't have a deadline it doesn't have to get done but it's something that's going to make a profound difference in your life and something that's going to the thing you really want to do but there's no deadline and no one else is forcing you to do it then you might not ever get done is that why we set goals yeah absolutely yeah. it's why it's why we set goals and why we put you know smart you know smart goals and have a measurable and by a certain time and all of that sort of stuff it's why that's so important okay we've almost got to put our own put and that basically what that's doing is putting stress into the system i'm going to have this done i'm going to get this podcast done to a 2.30 today and we're going to do it no matter what. You could but, have put it off. But if I'm trying well. to live stress-free, why don't I just not acknowledge that? See, that's that's the thing that we don't do. We're not living stress-free. That's not yeah, our goal. Yeah. Our, goal is to, our goal is to use stress and have it as a good thing in our life and a thing that actually helps us get stuff done and helps us feel good about ourselves and helps make the world a better place. That's why we have stress. Yeah, I just wanted you to say that. You just wanted to make sure I was on point there, yeah, didn't I you? Did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, look, any last-minute points that we should all consider when it comes to if we're the classic in the art of perfect procrastination? Yeah, one is do it on purpose. The thing that you procrastinate with, if you if you're gonna procrastinate, do something that empties your stress bar. Because remember mm -hmm. when you get when the stress gets too high, that's when you quit and that's when you stop. Yep. Right. So if you can do something that empties your stress bucket, go for a walk in nature, meditate, comedy videos are a great thing to watch. You just watch a comedy video. My daughter watches Big Bang Theory or Friends pretty much on repeat. And
and it's just she knows all the words that are coming up next yeah. and to her that's just emptying her bucket and she's going to watch one episode and then say okay i've done that i've done my procrastination i've got some room in my bucket to put some study into it and then she'll go upstairs and finish it off yeah all right, right. so that's it's sort of it's sort of procrastinating on purpose and then not sitting there and sort of being guilty that you that you're procrastinating because that's then going to keep your bucket full yeah nice and then the whole idea of procrastinating is to empty your bucket free up some space in your brain free up some stress so you've got a bit of room there and then get in and do whatever the hard thing is and look i, I know that when i i've done a few kellogg executive courses from the us mm -hmm. recently and i know when i sat with you early and i said not a good study uh, luke a little bit worried about starting a course like you're paying us dollars it's, it's big bucks and i was bringing a team from here with, with me as well i didn't want to be the one that failed no out, out of the crew and i'm they're thinking, hard courses so and i'm thinking shit i was terrible at the uni like i was anyway i remember you you're telling me all that so i set myself up with netflix couch and computer right so i didn't have to procrastinate because i thought gonna start i'm gonna watch netflix first yep because i'll be thinking of that as soon as i start and then i'm gonna watch one episode of something then mm -hmm. i'm gonna go and do four to five video tutorials do a little bit of reading they want then i'm gonna put netflix back on then i'm gonna go for a surf yep. then i'm gonna have a coffee then i'm gonna find that couch again then i'm gonna start back on the course then i'm gonna watch netflix and it was the best thing i ever did i actually look forward to those days those saturdays i didn't feel like i was wasted i actually look forward to doing them because i was getting great response well. from the team being involved in the courses with me as well but because that was a really great thing that I hadn't even considered when I started. But that whole procrastination that I had as a student, mm -hmm. gone, because I had a plan for it. Well, what you did, and there's a, a neuroscientist at Stanford called Andrew Huberman, really smart dude. And what he says to decrease stress is you've got to know duration, path, and outcome. Yep. All right? And when you know those three, and you did it exactly with mm -hmm. that, I'm going to watch one thing on Netflix, I'm going to do, you know, chapter three of, of my Kellogg's thing, yep. and I'm going to then have learned that. So you had duration, path, and outcome. And when you have those three, Three, your stress levels just come down. Everything's everything's so cool. And it's one of the reasons things like COVID have been so bad is we don't know any of those three. Yeah, exactly. We don't quite know what the path, what the duration is. We don't know what the path coming out of it is. And we have no idea what the outcome is going to be. It's why it's been such a, a chronic stressor over the last sort of nine months. But knowing what you did there is really, really good. And the other thing is that you've, you you did another thing. Another good idea to do is a thing called a pre-mortem. All right. So say you put, say you did your course and you wanted to have it done in three months time. In three months time and you look back and you hadn't had it done what were the things that would have caused that yeah and you can actually list them and almost name and shame the things that will have gotten your way it would have been surfing coffee <laughs> surfing coffee surfing there might coffee, have been a bit of work beer, in there as well surfing coffee surfing, so you coffee, can actually beer. so we all know about postmortems. So yeah. you know people do postmortems and work out what happened pre-mortem was you say well where are the things that could go wrong and then how can i change my environment to, to mitigate and that's those? exactly what i did that's exactly yeah. what you did with that yeah yeah. So you do a pre-mortem on the things, you have your duration, path, and outcome. And when you were watching the Netflix, you weren't thinking, oh, I shouldn't be, I should be doing my catalogs thing. You say, I'm going to do that in half an hour's time. Yeah. And what you've done then is you've emptied your stress bucket, you had room in your brain to, to fill up with whatever you want to do from your course, and you got everything done, and you actually enjoyed it, and you put a positive emotion on getting the course done and the, and the good thing it did for your team at work and all of that sort of stuff. So everything you did then is exactly what perfect procrastination is all about. Oh, man, I loved it. I did three of those courses in the last 12 months so the model worked for me a treat and i yeah. need to say thanks for that because i'd still be doing the first one probably if i hadn't <laughs> spoken to you about it but that's what perfect procrastination is about it's not feeling guilty about it and it's using procrastination as a way to empty your bucket so that you can go hard when it's time to go hard nice so luke just in finishing up we get you on lukemathers.com yep lukemathers.com.au .au uh, and that's l-u-k-e-m-a-t-h-e-r-s always has been what's your instagram account finding carlos stop it yeah it At is 
Yeah. And it's inspirational too. There's it stuff is. on there. Is, I have no idea. I've never it, looked at no, it. No, it's just finding Carlos. Finding Carlos. One word. Yep. Okay. You are anywhere else that you're playing these days we should know about? Uh, LinkedIn as well. Yeah. Just look up Luke Mathers on LinkedIn. You'll find my smiling face. Sans mustache, unfortunately, on there, but I, I, I might put a new photo on just for Movember. Well, the man that's uh, positively stressing, I'm going to say see you later. Thanks for coming on board, mate. Thanks for working with the team. If anybody wants to work with Luke in that corporate world, reach out to him. He's doing wonders here at Body Science for our team. Mate, uh, before you go, and I'm just looking for a shameless plug, what subs are you using at the moment? Oh, I shred. Yeah. I've I've gone to the new shred too. I know. It took a while to get you off the old shred. I love the blue lemonade old one, but I'm actually on to the red raspberry. Is it red raspberry? Blue raspberry? Wow. Doesn't even know his flavor names. He just knows he looks for it every morning. I actually actually think it makes a difference nutropics-wise. I actually think I'm brain-wise I'm switched on more with the new one than I was with the old one. Absolutely. Is that a yeah, is the, that a thing? The new tropics in there trump the previous one. Yeah, I feel like I concentrate yeah. a lot better on the new one than I did on the old. It's a good product. I love it. Okay, everyone. Thanks. That's a body science wrap up. Thanks for coming on board, mate. That's the art of perfect procrastination. LukeMathers.com.au if you want to reach out. Cheers, buddy. Today's podcast was brought to you by our partners in Fit, Happy and Healthy, ASN, Nutrition Warehouse, DY Discount Vitamins, Fat Burners Only, Evelyn Fay, Mr. Supplement, or find a retailer online at bodyscience.com.au forward slash retailers.